Welcome to Total Life Fitness, and I'm your host, Luke Briggs. On this show, we understand it's more than just fitness, it's your life. We'll share strategies to help you lose weight, gain muscle, build confidence, and live your best life. If you enjoy the podcast, we ask that you please subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review, and share it with a friend. Now, let's get on to the show. Hey, what's going on, everyone? So today, what I want to talk about is what I would personally do to lose 20 to 30 pounds in the next 90 days if I were starting from scratch. Let's say I weren't practicing any healthy habits right now, but I know what I know right now. And for those who don't know who I am, my name is Luke Briggs. I'm the owner of the Total Life Fitness Academy. We specialize in helping parents and busy professionals lose body fat, build muscle, and have more energy. I've been a coach for over 10 years and have worked with nearly 3,000 clients, both in person and online. So if you're listening to this right now, it would mean the world to me if you would actually uh, give this podcast a five-star rating and review. Just take 20 to 30 seconds right now. If you're on your phone and not driving, just pause this episode, go down and click write a review because that's what helps this show grow and reach more people. And if you don't like the show, uh, you don't have to rate it either, but I appreciate it. So right now in my personal journey, I am about 10 weeks out from a photo shoot. So this is almost in line with what I'm currently doing as well. And what I'm going to talk about today is the things that I would put in place if I needed to make a change in my health. Like right now, it's late March, early April. We're probably looking at a couple months till summer. So this is very relevant if you want to get in shape and feel your best this summer. So the first thing that I would do is I would immediately cut out anything from my life that wasn't in line with my goals. And I'm going to prioritize this in my life right now. Now, I'm a father of two, I have a wife, I have a household, I have a business, I have clients. I'm not saying I'm cutting those things out. What I'm saying is anything extra that I'm going to cut out. So for a lot of people, that's video games or watching multiple episodes every single night or, you know, movies every night, arts and crafts projects, gardening, extra social events, you know, going to live concerts or sporting events, trivia nights, extra nights out with friends. And I know a lot of you are thinking, well, that doesn't sound like very much fun, but you know what else isn't fun? Not getting results. And a couple months from now, still being in the same place I started because I kept losing a few pounds, gaining a few pounds, losing a few pounds, gaining a few pounds, and never really getting any momentum going. And that to me would be the most frustrating thing of all. And a lot of you might be thinking, well, that's too obsession. That's too obsessive. And to me, obsession is a good thing. Because obsession means that I'm hyper-focused on that goal. This doesn't mean that I'm going to be like this forever. It just means for this season of life, this is my goal that I'm aiming to achieve. So I'm going to cut out things that are not going to serve me and my goals. So that leads into number two, which is that if I need to lose 20 to 30 pounds in the next 90 days, I'm going to communicate with others in my household what my intentions are, which for me is primarily my wife. It could be your kids parents, whoever. And I know this sounds obvious, but a lot of people skip this step. They just say to their spouse, Hey, I need to start eating healthy. Let's stop going out. And they're like, what? So the big thing, you know, and and I'm certainly not coming off as some marriage expert or anything like that here, but the big thing for me is I'm going to have a conversation with my wife about what it is that I'm wanting to do. And, you know, it's, it's about how I frame it to them. And I might say like, you know, hey, honey, hope you're having a good day. Hey, could I have a, are you okay if we have a quick discussion about some? She said, yeah, yeah, sure. 
So you know how I've mentioned I'm not feeling super confident in my appearance lately? Yeah, I know you said that a couple of times. So, you know, it's, it's kind of just been bothering me a little bit lately. And, and I'd really like to make changes so I can feel better about myself. Yeah, totally. That Totally. That, that's okay. So if, if I wanted to make some, some changes to my health so that I could feel better about myself, would, would you be supportive of me? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. So I know that one thing I really love doing with you is, is our weekly date nights where we go out to a restaurant and we have fun every single week. You know, I, I'd love to keep doing that with you. Maybe instead of going out to a restaurant, can we actually cook things for each other at home and then maybe like have a movie night? Not forever, but just for right now so we can still, you know, enjoy each other. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be okay. So see how I'm framing it in a way where I'm not telling them this is what we're doing. I'm just saying, asking them if they would be supportive of me, right? So it's all about how you frame it to your spouse. You're not telling your spouse, you have to do this as well. You're just asking for their support with it as well. So that is something that I think gets missed a lot. One thing that I definitely make sure that I do is I communicate with others in my life about what my intentions are, because it's going to be a lot harder if others don't know what it is that I'm trying to do. Because I see a lot of people talking about, oh, my spouse isn't supportive of me, but it's because they haven't effectively communicated what they want their spouse's support to even look like. So I'd be very clear about what that support looks like um, with my spouse. Number three is I would get rid of any temptations in the house. And this would obviously be a conversation with the spouse as well. So anything that is, you know, sweets or snacks or treats or ice cream, all those things that are tasty. But if I have them in the house, you know, my willpower is highest in the morning. But then when I come home and I'm exhausted from the day at night and nothing is prepared, and the only thing there is that tub of ice cream in the freezer that's calling my name, I'm probably going to be more likely to grab it. So by making sure it's just not there in the first place, it's going to be a lot easier for me to stick to my goals. So I'm going to get rid of temptations in the house. And then if my spouse wants to have one of those things as well and doesn't want to get rid of it, then I'd have a conversation about making it so it's not so readily available. So for example, if it's normally like an ice cream in the freezer upstairs, we'd move it to the freezer downstairs or in the, in the garage or wherever, wherever it is. So it's just a matter of getting rid of the temptations in my house. That's the third thing that I do. The fourth thing that I do is schedule time each week for meal prep. One of the biggest reasons why people aren't successful with their nutrition is because they have nothing prepared and they have nothing planned. So I would track my food in a food tracking app. And then every single night after we put the kids to bed, what I would do is when my wife and I sit down to watch a show for the evening or sit down to hang out for the first five minutes, I'm going to pre-log my food for the next day so I know exactly what I'm going to have. So I'm not waking up each morning hoping and praying that I'm going to hit my nutritional targets, which for me right now are about 2,500 calories and 235 grams of protein. So obviously yours might be different. You know, you can figure out out using an online calculator or whatever you want to do. But for me, that is where I'm at right now. And that's what I would personally do is make sure that I know going into the day what it is that I'm going to do so that I'm not having to come up with and figure out things on the fly when I'm already busy enough during the day. So for me, I'm going to, um, since I'm not going to be spending a lot of my discretionary income on like concerts or whatever, sporting events, extra social events right now, I'm going to prioritize my discretionary income on getting a meal delivery service uh, for me personally right now 
I do two meal delivery service meals per day. It saves me time and energy and I don't have to come up with and make a million things. And, you know, I'm probably spending, you know, if I'm practicing unhealthy habits, I'm probably spending a lot of money on junk food and eating out, you know, possibly several hundred dollars a month on that anyways. So by just getting rid of those expenses and putting them into something that's actually an investment in my health, it's going to be well worth it to me. And now I need to schedule time to actually do that. So I see a lot of people just hope and pray that they're going to have time. I'm going to make sure that I actually schedule time. And you've heard me talk about before, I do a deep work block where every single morning I get up at five, Monday through Friday, and then from 5.30 to seven, I work on my business and helping you know create content just, just like this and, and coaching people. So what I'm going to do is during that deep work time, I'm going to communicate with my wife that, you know, this is what I'm going to be doing during it. And for the Thursday and Friday, uh, Thursday, I'm actually going to schedule my grocery shopping. It may sound crazy, but let's say, you know, I have something going every single weekend. I'm going to schedule my grocery shopping for Thursday morning from 530 to 7. And I'm going to ask my wife what she needs or what the family needs as well so I can get everything. So then I'm going to use my deep work block on Thursday to actually get my food. Then on Friday, I'm actually going to prepare it. So I'm already going to know what I need to have. So for me, I'm going to prepare my lunches and dinners. Uh, I'm going to have some glass Tupperware containers. So that, and I'm just going to cook all seven meals for the week. So I'm going to have seven lunches for the week, seven dinners from the week. If my family wants me to cook things for them, I can prep things for them as well. But for my, you know, I'm going to have my two protein sources are going to be uh, 93.7 lean ground beef and boneless skinless chicken breast. And then my two carb sources are going to be sweet potatoes and jasmine rice. So what I'm going to do is I can cook all those at the same time early in the morning. And, you know, if you have like a two story, you know, you do it, your family's upstairs. Um, so it shouldn't be too much, too big of an issue. So what I do is I would, um, I could even like listen to a podcast or something while I'm doing it, even learn during that time to listen to a health podcast. And then I'm going to put the chicken and the sweet potatoes. I'm going to measure them out already. So for me, I'm going to measure out eight ounces of chicken. So I just know that if I'm going to have eight ounces of chicken, seven meals during the week, I need to make sure that the day before when I'm going to the grocery store, I'm actually getting that amount. And then let's say I'm going to have eight ounces of ground beef at a time. Eight times seven is 56 ounces. So I'm going to need four pounds worth of ground beef plus whatever the rest of my family wants. So I'm going to need to make sure I get at least that. And then I'm going to cook out, uh, I'm going to, you know, get the sweet potatoes. Let's say I'm going to have 12 ounces of sweet potato. I just need to make sure I have that times seven. And then for the jasmine rice, whatever my portions are for that times seven, I'm going to cook it all at once. So I'm going to have the chicken and the sweet potatoes in the stove. And then I'm going to have the ground beef and the rice on, on the stove top so I can cook everything at once. And then as soon as it's done, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it into the glass Tupperware containers. My next couple days worth of meals, I'm going to put those in the refrigerator. And then all the other meals I'm going to put in the freezer. So we have a freezer right below our refrigerator. And for anything that doesn't fit in there, I'm going to put it in our freezer downstairs. So then all I need to do is during the week, when I get busy, just pull it out and it's already there ready to go. So I'm going to use my time on Thursday, Friday, so that I have stuff ready for the weekend and for the next week. Um, because I see... a a lot of people just make meals for like the next three or four days and they have nothing for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I'm going to make sure that I have meals ready for all the days of the week. So that's just personally how I would use my time and how I would schedule things. So that's number four is schedule time each week for meal prep. 
Number five is if I had to lose 20 to 30 pounds in the next 90 days, I would eat the same thing every day. And I know this is going to be controversial because you're going to be thinking, well, Luke, I couldn't do that. I need variety. The thing is like, if you need variety, like there are, there are 21 meals in a week because there are seven days. You want to come up with 21 different meals every single week? That's so many different things. Like just pick one or two things and rotate them if, if you want to do that. But I personally, just for that week, I'm going to eat the same thing for you know breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, you know, if I have different things in my family, I might you know coordinate those as well. But the reason why is because it's just so much simpler. I don't have to come up with different meals. I don't have to put the thought into all these different things that I need to cook every single week. I can just cook them all in, in bulk and they're, they're ready to go. Also, if I'm constantly changing up what I'm having every single week, food labels can be off by up to 20%. So if something says it's 100 calories, it might only be 80 calories or could even be 120 calories. So because food labels can vary so much, if I'm constantly changing up all the different foods I'm having, the calories could be off by quite a bit. But if I just keep the variable the same and I always keep measuring foods the same way, it's going to be consistent. It's not necessarily going to be 100% accurate with all the measurements because I know a lot of people will say, well, food labels aren't 100% accurate, but it's going to be consistent. And that's what I want. And that's what I need. So I'm going to eat the same thing every day. Number six is I'm going to hire a coach for accountability. Number six is I'm going to hire a coach for accountability. So right now when I'm filming this, it's end of March, uh, 2023. So I've had a coach since February of 2021. So a little over two years. And when I first hired a coach, it was, I like signed up for an app for like a couple weeks and it, it was like $9.99. I'm like, I'm not really taking this very seriously. So I invested more in myself and it forced me to take action because I have someone who I know I need to report to every single week and is going to check in with me. So that coach is going to make me track data, uh, my weight measurements, progress photos, uh, biomarkers, like sleep, stress, energy levels, things like that. It's going to force me to be extra accountable. And then whatever my coach tells me to do, if they want me to make certain things, I'll make those. If they want me to hit certain nutritional targets, I'll hit those targets. They can help me adjust things along the way. But that way, I already have a lot of mental energy that I'm pouring into other things throughout the week. I don't want to have to you know, research and figure out all this stuff on my own. So especially if I'm starting from scratch here and I, I'm not you know, pretending that I'm currently a fitness coach, but I have the knowledge that I'm sharing right now is I want someone to just tell me what to do. So I don't have to think about it as much and try to figure it out and adjust it on my own. So uh, number six, I'm hiring a coach for accountability. Number seven is I'm placing a consequence with an accountability partner if I don't follow through on my actions. I'm placing a consequence with an accountability partner if I don't follow through on my actions. So I started this personally in January with a couple of other goals. So right now I have an accountability partner who I text every day, Monday through Friday at the end of the day. And for me, the things that I'm committed to doing each week right now are recording three podcast episodes, which is what I'm doing for you right now. Or, and then also the second one is after work, I'm having 30 minutes of uh, no uh, social media or email when I'm with my kids. And for me, that was a step because I used to spend too much time on my phone um, after work as well. And, you know, some of them still working on improving, but that's something that um, I've been committed to. And then if I don't text my partner at the end of the day, um, I need to donate $50 to a charity that I don't support. 
And so far, my accountability partners needed to do that once. And I've done that zero times because I've stuck to it because knowing that I need to text someone else and that there's a consequence if I don't do it is a motivation for me. And if you're doing, if I'm doing a health habit, so what, what I would do is when I log my food, I would take a screenshot at the end of the day and send my food log to my accountability partner at the end of the day. And if I don't do that, then I need to send, you know, 20 or 50 or hundred dollars or whatever to a charity that I don't support. So find an accountability partner. I'm going to find one who has the same goals as me. Or we're going to text each other during that 90 day period and keep each other accountable. And I'm going to make sure that I choose a partner who's actually going to hold me to it and not someone who's just going to be like, oh, it's okay. You don't actually have to do it or not follow through themselves. You want someone who is at least equally as driven and motivated as you are, because if they're not, then they're only going to pull you down. So number seven, I'm placing a consequence with an accountability partner if I don't follow through on my actions. Number eight, if I had to lose 20 to 30 pounds in the next 90 days, I would get rid of my negative self-talk, my, my negative thoughts. I would stop following accounts and I'd get rid of hanging out with people who aren't serving me. So I basically get rid of things in my life that aren't serving me because I believe eliminating things is super important. Now you may think, well, Luke, that sounds super harsh. You're, you're eliminating people. And I'm not saying I'm just like walking up to them and saying like, Hey, I'm not going to hang out with you ever again. <laughs> I'm saying, because a lot of our friends are, are great friends. But if we have friends who are like going out several nights a week or they're going out every weekend and that's something that we previously did, doesn't mean they're bad people. Just means like right now, I'm not going to spend my time with those people because they're going to be doing activities that aren't going to serve me or aren't going to support me. So like, for example, let's say one of my good friends invites me out for, you know, I'm in Madison, Wisconsin. So the Wisconsin Dells is a, is a place that's like an hour or so from here that a lot of people go to spend time on the weekends, you know, has a lot of fun things. And they, let's say a friend of mine says, Hey Luke, you know, me and another couple of our buddies, we're going to the Dells this weekend and we, you know, we'd love for you to come. And what I could say to them is, you know, I wouldn't just say like, no, I don't want to come. They'd be like, what? I would just say, Hey, you know, I really appreciate you inviting me and you thinking of me. It sounds really fun. It sounds really awesome. So for right now, I'm working on some healthy habits and I, I just know that if I go to this, it's not going to be healthy for me. So right now, it's a no, um, but in the future, like a couple months from now, I'd love to go with you. Would you be able to maybe circle back and we could do something here in a couple months? Or maybe we could circle back and do something different? Yeah, and they, they'd probably be okay with that, right? It's about how you frame it to them. So you're not saying no forever. You're just saying no for now. And then same thing, like negative self-talk. So I wouldn't say things like, oh, I always mess up. Instead, as soon as I say something like that, I would catch myself and say, I'm becoming the type of person who keeps my commitments. I don't believe in like positive affirmations where you're just like, you say things to yourself and then you just automatically believe them. Like, I'm great. I'm awesome. You say things I'm becoming. Use that transitional phrase. I'm becoming. If right now you feel like you never stick to your commitments, you can say, I'm becoming the type of person who sticks to my commitments. That's more believable than just saying I'm committed. Say I'm becoming the type of person who sticks to my commitments, especially with my nutrition. Also, stop following accounts like social media accounts where people are constantly sharing unhealthy foods or desserts or snacks or are triggering jealousy or whatever it is. Just stop following those accounts because those accounts aren't serving you. So I just get rid of things in my life 
that are not serving me. So in summary, if I needed to lose 20 to 30 pounds in the next 90 days, summer's coming up here, depending on when you're listening to this. Number one, I would cut out anything from my life that wasn't in line with my goals. Number two, I'd communicate with others in my household what my intentions are. Number three, I would get rid of any temptations in the house. Number four, I would schedule time each week for meal prep. Number five, I would eat the same thing every day. Number six, I would hire a coach for accountability. Number seven, I would place a consequence with an accountability partner if I didn't follow through on actions. And number eight, I would get rid of things that aren't serving me. So that's just what I would personally do. You may have other things that you do as well. That's just what I would do knowing what I know now and someone who's gone through numerous body transformations and wants to save you the time and frustration of not being able to do it because you don't know these things or haven't been reminded of these things. So that's it for me. Hope this is helpful. If you'd like to connect further, we have links in our show notes about how you can follow me and follow what we're doing. We will chat soon. Thanks so much for listening to the show. And if you found this content valuable, you can connect with me by joining my free men's fitness and health Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash groups slash men's fitness and health. It's linked in the show notes. Make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review so our show can grow and reach more people. Talk soon.